Emma? Yes. Can we hear you? We can't hear you because you don't have a mic. You can hear me very faintly. Okay, she's in the background. Emma Pavlardo. She did some coding to get this on <laughs> Apple, which I appreciate. Coding is like a version of... It's, it's a mix between magic and voodoo. It's something I will never understand. You will never be able to teach it to me. And it, it, I'm just happy that Emma can provide that for us. So thank you, Emma. I'm joined by the most amazing realtor, Philippa Thiessen. <laughs> She's laughing, but it's, it's a confident laugh. Thank you. And we're going to talk about something very dear to my heart, which is house flipping. Yes. So, yeah. So you probably get this phone call from time to time. I'm looking to buy a house uh, to flip. Yep. Okay. So I feel like I have to run through, like a, a serious flipper knows the game. They understand the ROI. They understand the output of energy, cost, um, what to look for, what they're, what they're looking at purchasing. But a lot of people decide to flip houses that don't. So this podcast and connected to the Countless Insider video that we're creating, um, we're going to walk through and, and physically me and Philip are deciding we're going to flip a house. So we're going to like do this the way I would do it, the way we would do it. Um, and we're going to walk you through the steps to, to qualifying a flip. So it's going to be pretty exciting. I know I'm excited. I'm I feel excited. like I'm in a room of unexcited people. Oh, no, I'm totally excited. <laughs> I was just thinking about my last flip. Uh, not, uh, well, I was a beginner. So, you know, you learn from your mistakes. Well, you can't learn if you don't make the mistake. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I've made mistakes too. So <laughs> I, I definitely feel that I can add some value in some directions not to go to. But I have had some success with selling some properties to um, some of my clients that have flipped successfully. And I sort of feel like I've put together some really good building blocks to flipping a house. And so we're going to share that in combination of a podcast and videos. Yeah. So we're going to walk through it and who knows, we might, we might be painting and, uh, we might I, be painting. I might be painting, you mean? You're going to be painting. <laughs> I'm going to over, I'll hold a checkboard and kind of like go through <laughs> and like coordinate. I'll film it. There you go. Philip is going to, I mean, I going to film it. Okay. So, did we pick a house? Yeah. Well, let's start from the beginning. Let's talk about the house that we picked. Okay. And why. All right. So, we, we searched out PCS. We even set up our own PCS, which is um, just a tool that we use to sort of identify criteria of houses that are for sale that match our... I won't get much more into it than that because I could probably talk about an hour for that. But we, we found a house. We picked this house because it was underpriced according to assessed value. Underpriced compared to the houses around it that have sold recently. And it's definitely got some, what I would call, deferred maintenance around the property. <laughs> is that, is that a I safe I wish way? you could see that property right now. Not on our podcast, obviously. Check out the video. But Check out the video. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the house is on Partridge, which is in the Oak Hills area of Kamloops. So if you're listening, a Kamloops listener would understand where that is. West side. West side. 
Um, it's a foreclosure. So that adds a level of difficulty in getting the property because it's got to go to court. It has an accepted offer on it. The accepted offer is not our offer. But if we choose to buy this property, we're going to be going to court. We're going to be upbidding it at court. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. So tell me about your, your thoughts on the property when we walked in the door. Well, it smelled a little bit. Definitely had an odor. <laughs> I've had a good chuckle about that one. Feline. Uh, I don't know what that smell was. Um, I didn't need to search it out, though. Okay. I knew there was an odor. It had an odor. It had an odor. No, okay, but no big deal. You know, whatever. It, it's obviously someone tried to renovate this house. Yeah, for sure. It, the kitchen was half done. Half the cabinets were done. Yep. Um, new drawers were made that were... They, those were weird drawers, hey? They were weird drawers, yeah. yeah. And there was a half a counter on it. Half a counter. But then there was a full counter sitting in the living room. Which probably doesn't fully fit the counter space. Right, yeah, yeah. Some flooring upstairs. So, okay, kitchen needed to be, the kitchen needs to be done. Yeah. Flooring upstairs, good, fine. We could, that could be yeah, totally could be. left. So in, in qualifying the house, I guess the, 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 the most important things to remember are the price that you pay for the property and what the expectation is that you can sell it for. The, I would say that's the first thing you need to figure. If you're going to buy a property for 300000 and you know that the neighborhood's only going to support a 335 340 exit price, yeah. you got to know that your window is very limited, being that there's a whole bunch of fees that you incur when you purchase a property, and when you sell it, those darn realtors take a bunch of cash. Jeez, hey? Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness for us, we would get a buy on some of that commission when yes, we sold it. that's true. Yeah, because we could sell it. For yeah. half, half free. Okay, but so then we really need to think about the max price that you're, um, that we're willing to pay in court, right? Yeah. Based on what we see in the house and what we think we need to put into it. So the accepted offer is 265000 bucks. Yep. And the research that I've sort of found, I would sort of estimate that the maximum saleable price for that hood would be somewhere around... 36375. Okay. And that's that's a realistic number. That's not let's try yeah. for 410. Yeah. Let's yeah. we want to put this thing on the market. We want to sell it in 2 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the neighborhood. It's a 350 to sub 485 kind of or 385 um, hood. Right. But the the style of this house, we're not going to get the top dollar cuz we have stairs and uh we, I think we've already chosen the basement's not going to be fully finished. Mhm. But it has a flat yard. Um, it is in a 200-year floodplain area. So we have some limitations. Right. Okay. But that being said, I mean, if we looked at when, when you drove there and looked at the houses on the rest of the block, there was a couple of really nice ones, right? Yeah. So we're definitely into the worst house on that block. That's, that's the golden rule. Pick the worst house on the block to, to, to renovate and yeah. bring it up to the neighborhood's standards. Yeah. And if you're buying something and expecting, like, to build a half a million dollar house out of a, a shoebox to sell it, to make sure that you get your profit margin, you're, you're not going to do it. No, no. So theoretically, it's at 265 right now, accepted offer. If we go to court, what are we going to pay for this thing? What's the maximum amount that we are willing to pay? 266. 
And just just so the <laughs> listeners know, like we're in the office right now. So some background noise. What do you expect? Yeah. 266? I am just kidding. That yeah. Um, there's no way that we would go above three. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because that would only leave us like $65,000 of room to make profit and expenditures. Yeah. So let's let's just entertain the idea that we would go $10,000 more. Now, obviously, we can't broadcast this uh, podcast until after the court date. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, 275 Let's say 275. Let's okay. we could tweak that number once we do our evaluation here. Yep. So we're going in at 275. And let's say we're coming out at 375. That gives okay. us 100 grand. Yep. So let's talk about the main items that we need to do. The areas that we need to, to conquer in order to get it to a, a 375 house. Kitchen. Kitchen for sure. First. Electrical. Now it does have an upgraded electrical service in that property. And your realtor may not be able to tell you that, but but I can. Um, but it does have well, electrical Parker, why can you tell us that? Let's well, tell these people why you can tell us that. Well, thank you, Philip. I'm, I'm really glad you asked that question. <laughs> a decade in the home inspection industry puts me in a really good position to be able to identify certain characteristics of a home, mechanically and structurally, uh, that would need to be fixed or repaired in order to past like say the home inspection process of a house yeah okay well and so thank goodness you're on my team bonus yeah okay now the downside is is that i don't pick paint very well i do colors i do and that's why you complete me oh that's so (laughs) sweet i love this podcast do i need to leave you guys (laughs) (laughs) okay so we we've identified the kitchen i have no doubt that a kitchen is probably the number one item in a home that will make or break a sale. People fall in love with food and food is created in a kitchen. So the kitchen needs to be done. We need to figure out how much money that's going to cost us to get it done. And um, that'll be one of our primary items. Mm -hmm. The, The bedrooms and the flooring in the bedrooms with probably some minimal costs, like some low end flooring, um, some paint and maybe some new trim and doors when they need to be changed we'll replace them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, all those walls. Remember the Angry Birds? There's an Angry Bird There's wall. There's an Angry Birds wall, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was the room with the poo on the carpet. Right. Oh. Right. Okay, <laughs> so we are making a note that we are going to change the carpets in the bedrooms. <laughs> okay, the living room, I think we've identified the flooring. Flooring cladding is good. Yep fireplace acceptable yeah i know in the video we kind of dis- discussed maybe changing the fireplace around but i think if you compare a house in the 375 market that's going to sell we have to match that house into that price point yeah, yeah. so I, I think we leave that um the front door needs to go so we have a door to change probably even the back door as well i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna go on a limb and say both door frames and doors mm-hmm. the door will give it some exterior curb appeal as well and i think we would i think we would paint the house exterior yes yeah give it some well it was two-tone remember the back was a different color than the front yeah 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 and the siding is in good shape it's older stucco with some aluminum siding but i think the quality of it is good we just need to make it a more modern feel yeah okay let's talk about the basement basement's gross yeah um I don't think we have a budget to be able to renovate a basement in there. 
in if we're trying to make some money on this deal. Mm -hmm. So I would gut the basement so that anything that we don't want in there is gone, like flooring, um, repair holes and drywall, that sort of stuff, fixtures, lights, outlets, make it really bright. It does have the ability to put a bathroom downstairs, but I don't think we have the budget for that. But we can leave the basement in an appearance that is opportunistic. Yeah. Yes. Right? So the next person come in can see the rec room or a basement suite or however they would like to see that structured. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So we need to figure out a cost for that. Now, mechanically, the furnace, hot water tank, air conditioner, roof, foundation, and, and exterior cladding, which we already said, all good. All good. No, no, no necessary changes. And, and the electrical has been upgraded to 100 amp service, which is was probably a small service to begin with. I did okay. poke around for some oil tanks because it's an older house. doesn't look like we have any issues there. But we definitely need curb appeal. Well, that yard, the yard was a disaster, right? The yard is a disaster. Yeah. So what do we do about the yard? Level it? We level it? it. We level it and put grass on it. Make it clean, that's it. Okay. There was just a lot of junk to clean up. And then where they had that pool, yeah. those weird little dips and everything, yeah. fill them in. Fill them in. Yeah. Okay, so we level, we level the backyard... We sort of cultivate the front yard. Now, here's a seasonal issue. It's October, middle of October. Theoretically, we would take possession at the end of October because court date is scheduled for October 30th. Yeah. We would possess the property probably a week or two after. Yeah. We're doing renovations in the middle of winter. We can't sod it. But okay. we need to True. sell it. We're not going to wait till spring to sell it. No. This would be a 30-day renovation. And two weeks on the market. So then just level it. Level and leave. Level and leave. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can level it and leave it in such a way that people can see the texture of the grounds and, and know that maybe mm. just adding some water in the spring would, would get you there. But mm-hmm. but sod and would be the ideal thing. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe that's maybe they don't want grass. Right? So. Well, honestly, it, if there there's go. two feet of snow and we sell it. They'll never know any better. Oh, told you the story of my house, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another podcast in itself. There you go. Okay. So not to be unethical, we would note that there's no, no grass. Yes. That it needs. Yes, of course. Okay. So any surprises on the property? Yes. We found a surprise. We did find a surprise. Now, when you're buying a foreclosure, you have to understand that there is no disclosure statement. Nothing has been disclosed because the bank owns it. They've never been there. They don't know anything about the property. So they are legally saying, we know nothing and we're not disclosing anything about the property. You have to be comfortable with that idea when you make a purchase. You can't come back to the bank later and say, hey, we realized that um, the window didn't open in the master bedroom, whatever. Right. Property is as is. So what did we find? Well, found a little bit of uh, fire. (laughs) A little bit of fire. (laughs) A little bit of fire damage. It does appear that there was a fire in the house. And then on top of that, it does look like it's been repaired somewhat. Like some wood has been replaced in critical structural areas, Mm -hmm. but other wood is still charred. Which is so weird, right? Like if you're 
fixing it, yeah. why would you not take out that charred, like falling apart piece of wood? I don't understand that. Well, let's explore that a little bit. If I am a restoration type company. Yes. And an insurance company says to me, hey, go into this house. It's had a fire. We're going to like insure this fire. And you evaluate the property based on what you see. You're thinking fix everything. Because you're, you're making money directly from the proceeds of the, of the insurance claim. Mm-hmm. And it would only be right that you wouldn't be leaving charred wood. Right. Because you wouldn't know what the structural value of that wood is yeah. if it's been partially burned. Right. So you're going to replace it all. So being that there's some stuff that's been repaired and some stuff that hasn't been repaired, I'm leaning on this is a homeowner repair. Maybe no insurance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a possibility. Possibility, yeah. It does indicate a really old fire because the wood that has been replaced still has date stamps on it from way back. Right. So what do we disclose? Now that we know we have this theory... When we go to sell it, how do we disclose that? We're not tearing the house down. No. For a flip to, no. to remove this structural. Oh, gosh, no. Yeah. No. Even if you did, you'd still have to disclose it if you had a theory. Yeah. So we disclose it. So we disclose it. That's going to affect our price of selling it and our time frame. We still disclose it. We, we have to disclose it, it. Ethically, we disclose. Yeah, we have to disclose it. So I'm just giving this job to Emma now. Emma's going to have to find factual information about this property. However she does it. She's our researcher extraordinaire. Google maybe has a story that came out of a newspaper or something from whenever that indicates that house had a fire. If a house had a fire, it would have been in the newspaper back then for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So so what about finding the owners? Yep. We could, we could figure that out. Yeah. Let's do that too. Emma has this amazing Australian accent, and so she can get information out of anybody. They don't even know they're talking to her. They're just like kind of like voodoo. She's laughing ever so quietly right now. Okay, okay. so we have a game plan. All right. We got a hundred thousand bucks to play with. Um, of that hundred thousand dollars, have we have we chosen like a profit margin? If we put in fifty thousand dollars of sweat and equity. Would it be fair to say that we would at least need to double our money? Yes. So if we take away our property transfer tax Mm -hmm. and we're going to still have some real estate fees in there because the buying realtor is probably more likely going to have a commission associated with the purchase. Yeah, for sure. We're going to need to, we're going to need to be somewhere around that $35,000 in in order to make $50,000 out. Right. So we now need to go figure out whether or not $35,000 in is going to be viable for the renovations that we need to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have a project to do. We have a project. Yeah. I love it. And I'll try not to like go overboard on all the things that, oh, are so cute and should be in the house. Right. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to leave the angry birds wall. Oh no, we are not. Are you sure? Yeah, I am sure. I you see value what? in no, it. No, no, here. Okay, here's what we do, is we take a picture of it, yeah. and then we frame it as a picture and put it on that wall. Well, that a makes sense. Reminder. Yeah. Okay. This is what the house used to be like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that In a frame been. that they can take off the wall and dispose and of. Dispose of. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. It would be your job to like reenact the the drawing of that for the for the photo. <laughs> okay, I'm on it. Okay, so so stay tuned. We're gonna evaluate this house in, in greater detail now. We have a thirty-five thousand dollar budget. And w- would you say like it, if we only made $30,000 based on spending 55, does that still seem reasonable? Uh, it depends on how much sweat equity we put into it. I'm only going to be watching you work. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. I hold the checkboard and I'll make the statements. <laughs> well, it's a good thing I like to paint then. Well, here's a, here's a concluding thought. We'll wrap this up here pretty quick. Okay. In some cases where people are accusing the theory of flipping a house, they will purchase a house for just for ease of argument, let's say $300,000 and they would put $30,000 of actual materials in it. Mm -hmm. And they would hang on to that number as like, this is the number that we're into it for. Mm -hmm. But yet the flooring, the kitchen, the painting, the new bathroom, the, all the things that they replace and repair, their their equity, their sweat equity, mm-hmm. is not calculated to that number. Right. And then they sell it for three sixty five. They incur fifteen thousand dollars of real estate commissions, um, plus some property transfer tax getting into it, which is always a little bit of a bite. Yeah. And they would assume that they've made X amount of money, when realistically their return on that money is quite little. Is next to nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would challenge those guys. Because that, that might be fun to do, but you're also taking a huge risk when you're doing a flip. Yes. That maybe it doesn't sell or maybe, you know, it doesn't sell for what you think it's going to sell. Or there's a change in the market. The market changes, interest yeah. rates go up, those yeah. types of things. Mm-hmm. I would sort of be bold enough to make the statement that you need to pay yourself a certain wage for all that and include that into your, your cost value. Yeah. yeah. Because you could go stay, if you're working at a sawmill, you could work double time. And, and just work those right. extra 100 hours yeah. and make your 20 grand that you thought you made on the house, right? Yes, absolutely. So what are we going to charge ourselves per hour of labor? I charge $75 an hour. That's cheap. What? It is? Yeah. Oh, well, sheesh. I charge 79 Oh. <laughs> so... <laughs> So being that you're the cheaper laborer. <laughs> so I'm going to be the worker. You're going right. to have to do more when it gets tight time to like crunch time to keep on budget. You're like Parker's <laughs> a little more expensive. So. You and your extra $4 can just sit over there. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we'll, we'll have to consider that when we're doing, when we're consider if we're going to do painting and yada, 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 yada. Yeah. We'll have to put that number in as well for yes. how many hours of labor we're assuming right. it's going to take. So, but for me, I would definitely do how many hours I think I'm going to put into it. And I, like, I have painted a ton. I've yeah. painted a ton and ton. And then evaluate that against, you know, whatever quote we get on the house. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Is that your concluding thought? Yeah, that, that was. Okay. Okay. Well, check out the video because um, we did go out to the house and... I did say we were in the office, right? <laughs> Rachel, line one. Okay, so go check the video out. Where do you find the video? On Facebook. On Facebook. So go to Parker Bennett Personal Real Estate Corp, and the video will be on Facebook. Um, download the link, click on it, and go through the evaluation process, and then we will follow up with the video of us crunching the numbers and then going to court and purchasing the sucker. And... That's if we get it for 275. If it gets a little carried away, then we might just walk. Yeah. Okay, stay tuned. Let's do this. Yes.